Welcome to the DAS Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Gamage, SEL Consultant and Dean of Students. Here on the DAS, relationships and communication come first. That's why every week our goal is to provide social-emotional learning solutions for your school community. You can learn more about me and the DASH podcast at TreyGamers.com, where you'll find our middle and high school SEO workbook, Every Decision Counts, more about the DASH podcast, and my story through education. And if you are in need of accessible, autonomous, continued education, check out our adult SEO platform, SELeducators.com the only platform dedicated to adult social-emotional learning activities. Lastly, we want to give a big thanks to the Teach Better Podcast Network for putting together a collection of podcasts dedicated to supporting the entire school ecosystem through in-depth conversations that you care about. Thanks again for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the episode. This is The Dash. SEL Educators. Good morning. I've been listening back to the last few episodes and I, I, I could kind of tell myself at least um, that it was early in the morning. If I'm being honest with you, it's 5.04 a.m. I've been recording these episodes really early in the morning. So the last two, I felt my energy was a little bit low. It's a little bit different getting into the groove of these solo episodes without having another guest to bounce your energy energy off of. But that's all good. It's okay. And I'm ready to rumble. Today I've got the energy, I've got the juice, and I'm ready to talk to you about what teachers and students need to hear in order to feel supported. This isn't going to be a long episode. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be drawn out because I, I really... Well, we really are focused right now on just highlighting what's going on. It's been about a year since the pandemic has started. It's been about a year since we started quarantine. And it's been about a year since everything hit the fan. You've been hearing about teacher morale being low. We talked about how to use PLCs to support teachers. And then now, just let's just think for a minute. What do our teachers and students need? to hear in order to feel supported. And so I, I have another article here from Ed Week, and it is part of their Ask a Psychologist contributor. The title of the article is, How Do I Help Others Feel Supported? Okay, how do I help others feel supported? And this is a, a great topic because with so much change, we all need support. And it looks different in a lot of ways. One of the first things that this author highlights is how the first thing that we try to do when somebody brings us a problem is fix it. The first thing we do is try to fix the problem. Um, there's a line here that says, when people care, when people we care about are upset, our instinct is to try to fix things by changing how they feel as soon as possible. In fact, the closer we feel to the person, the more likely we are to give unsolicited advice. It rarely works. When people are upset, they can't take in new information. They need to calm down. And to do that, they need to process what they're experiencing with someone who shows care and respect for them. This is a true, this is as true for children as it is for adults. I love this so much. And the strategy 
that is talked about here for listening closely and saying back what you got is called WIG, which stands for what I got. This is a summary of the conversation that the person just had with you. Um, I know I'm a new father now and um, I don't like when my baby cries. You know, when, when my son cries, I want to talk to him. Hey man, it, it's all right. You're going to be okay. Let's get through this. What's wrong? And it's oftentimes the same in schools. You, you, you do a restorative circle of type of information and you want so badly to offer advice or to offer support or let them know it's going to be okay. I'm a very empathetic person and um, I hate seeing people upset. I just don't like it. It, it, it. it hurts my heart when I'm around people that are upset. The only thing I can think about is how to um, help them feel just a little bit better. So in this case, that's not what we need though. When we think about empathetic listening, people need to feel heard. I need to feel heard. I need to feel heard. Um, when you calm down and process the experience with someone you care, we don't need to interpret as the listener. I just need the empathetic listening. Oh my goodness, is that what happened? Wow, I can't believe you went through that. Oh my goodness, wow, oh my goodness, wow. There's actually um, one of my favorite resources, the Chicago Public School, what's it called? Chicago Public Schools Restorative Practice Guide and Toolkit, there we go, has a tool on here called um, Empathetic Listening. And it talks about how we can practice empathetic listening. Let me make sure that you can see everything that we've got on the screen here. Practicing empathetic listening shows the listener to remain non-judgmental and encourages the speaker to remain open and honest throughout any restorative practice. I'm not going to read the whole rationale, but um, at least the strategy. Strategy one, listen with your eyes, heart, and ears. I guess I will read it for my non- visual folks. The rationale is that only 7% of what we communicate is transmitted through words. 40% comes through tone and the remaining 53% is through body language. Let me say that again. Strategy number one, listen with your eyes, with your heart and ears. 7% of what we communicate is transmitted through words. 40% through tone, 53% through body language. Paying attention to tone and body language is just as important as hearing the words a person speaks. And then there's some questions below. What is the posture? What is the look in the speaker's eyes communicating? How loudly or softly are they speaking? Which words are the speaker emphasizing? How about strategy number two? Stand in their shoes. Even if what we have experienced is similar to someone else, how can, we, how can we experience it maybe different? How can our experience be different? For instance, a loud, lively classroom activity may be stressful for one teacher and energizing for another. So for me, if I'm an energetic teacher as I am, um, and someone tells me their class is too rowdy, I, might, I need to ask, what was that like for you? How did you feel when it got too loud? What did you enjoy about this activity? What has been the hardest part of getting the students to calm back down? In strategy three, practice mirroring. Repeat the meaning of a person's words in a warm and caring tone. 
assure the speaker that we seek to understand instead of judging or giving advice. By mirroring, we can help the speaker better understand himself, herself, and his or her emotions. Mirroring phrases, do I understand that you feel overwhelmed? What you're saying is, this is getting pretty rough. What I hear you saying, I can see that you're feeling. These are some empathetic listening statements um, that you can use to practice, to provide that support to educators who are asking for your help. That's exactly what we can do. Um, so again, I'm not trying to be too long-winded today. This is just real simple. What do our teachers and students need to feel supported? They need empathetic listening, not solutions, not advice, not anything else in between. They need you to listen. They need you to feel heard and you to take the time and understand what's going on. Okay. I've been, I've been there. I've had teachers come see me. I've been to visit schools when the teachers are just overwhelmed. I have my agenda. I have my task that I, task that I want to get done, but sometimes it's more important to stop and listen and just let our students and let our teachers feel heard. If you want to feel more heard, if you want more advice like this, or go visit seleducators.com and right on the homepage, you'll see our newsletter where you can subscribe to get weekly updates on everything new that's happening with the Dash Podcast and SEL Educators. And uh, when you sign up, you'll be more familiar with some of those discounts to access courses, even for free. So instead of me continuing to promote each course, just sign up for the newsletter and that way you will always be up to date on what courses are out, what courses are available, and how you can support yourself and your school community. If you like this episode, please share it with an educator, a student, or a teacher who needs to hear it. And don't forget that empathetic listening, it also goes beyond the classroom. This is effective for parents, for family, and friends as well. So I hope you enjoyed the episode, and we shall see you next time. This is The Dash.